you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. What? 
actually Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. talking to it here. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm right there. I'm fine there. Yes. That should be. up and put it, mm -hmm. put it put it away the next day and he goes you know what maybe it was maybe it's for the google data center it's like no way i don't know what they're doing over there so he walks over there and he hands it to them and they're like oh yeah thanks we're waiting for this <laughs> and then without explaining a single thing they're just like bye and they just shut the door and yeah it, it comes out now that there's pictures now of all these data centers they have these top racks which is insane i'm sure he's kicking himself in the ass for like returning it to them and not testing it out prior yeah but there were proprietary cable connections Oh, yeah. Shit they made themselves That's because crazy. nothing else existed at the time to handle the speed that they wanted. That is mind-boggling. They're still, I mean, they're fine.
lots of good people are stepping into our live Pearl Tees. This is Tweaker Turner live on the air, uh, House of Pride show, another episode, episode, I think, 94, 95. Um, my lovely co-host. Pearl Tees. Hey, girl. Have good things stepped into your life? Yes, girl. It's been busy. What's been going on? I'm so happy to have all of these wonderful people in our studio today. Yeah. We're going to start things off with the group from Flagging in the Park. Of course, we were listening to um, Stepping, uh, You Stepped Into My Life by Melba Moore. She's going to be our featured guest at 7 p.m. top of the hour. Right now, we want to talk about Flagging in the Park because Pearl's coming up again. Yes, ma'am. Come on, Mr. Xavier. What's going Xavier on? Xavier <laughs> Kaler, Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I, it's wonderful to be here, Tweeka and Pearl. Good to see you. It's good to see you. I just want to let you know that Melba Moore was sweet enough to donate her time, talents, and music to a, a movie called Flow Affair that featured flagging and uh, flow arts uh, five, six years back. And so, yeah, Melba Moore, I'm excited, and it's a perfect uh, segue that she, she uh, allowed her music to be on a DVD for flaggers. That's awesome. Wow. And coincidentally, you guys came on at the very same show. She's going to be talking to us uh, about her new music. Um, You brought a couple of folks with you. I did. I brought Robert Gomez and Jeff Hedinger. Jeff and Rob are uh, co-hosts with me or co-producers for this next event. Welcome, guys. How are you? Doing great. It's fun being here and uh, enjoying your studios. It's a lot of fun getting excited. This Sunday is our next event. And just getting excited by it so how are you all working together to make this as successful as all of the other ones uh, well this year i think uh the shift has been that uh, xavier has wanted other people to understand how to actually create this experience called flagging in the park um so we brought on six of us this year to produce the different events and so we're learning yeah uh, piece by piece bit by bit from xavier uh, he holds our hands through some things and lets us go on others. So uh, we each take our own event, and we're having a good time. Why don't you tell us about that event? Who are we benefiting this <laughs> week? <Okay. laughs> that would be helpful. Uh, this weekend, uh, we're benefiting San Francisco AIDS Foundation. Um, John LePage is our DJ, oh, and nice. he is the one who chose uh, the beneficiary. Um, we, it's a, I'm kind of... Uh, you're lost well so yeah no i i think he's nervous I, maybe he's he's got he's an old he's a title holder he's done this before oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah i think that it's great that john chose san francisco aids foundation i i was talking with mike ritchie who what used to be on the board of san francisco aids foundation and you know they've been involved in so much in our community these conversations that that have really set policy for you know for the epidemic over the last 25 35 years and uh, it's amazing I'm, I'm honored to have them this this to be our beneficiary on sunday yes and um and uh, robert care to join in say uh, how's it going so far it's going well uh, it's, it's going really well mm-hmm. me and jeff have been coordinating and planning with xavier's uh with everything he's given us and it's been fun and very educational because Playing in the park has always been mystifying to me how well it gets put together. Can and so. d- how difficult has it been to work with Mr. Xavier? 
Not at all. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> He's a dream. Has it been hard to take your eyes off of him? Oh, goodness. Here we go. That's a different conversation. <laughs> but it, it's kind of it's it's exciting because this this Saturday, this Sunday at one o'clock we start our event again, and it goes from one to four at the National AIDS Memorial Grove. Um, uh, one of the people we love to thank each and every time we can because that's our home and it's been our home for quite a few years now. Um, so some people might recognize <laughs> and 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 tweak a you were at the last event that was so much fun that was so much fun is uh the bubbles we have these huge beautiful bubbles that just lighten the grove and just add a bit of magic i and did see that yes well Who? rob rob and uh jeff have been bringing on the bubbles for the last four years five years the, how long the bubble guys the yeah. bubble guys yes. i was watching them like um move slowly over and i was I, you know you kept rooting for them to make Waft. it all the way yes and finally one huge one kind of like how would you describe that motion that it it's always about the huge ones, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And marauding, maybe marauding or something. Uh, yeah, what did you say? The undula undulation. Undulation of, of, of this of massive. And it's fun to watch, especially for us. That's my blessing to the park at that moment. And it made it all the way across, and then it hit a pine tree. Yep. Yeah, you know. Happens. The, <laughs> the kids loved it. You might have seen some of the kids that were just making their own. The guys are very generous with the the bubbles, and they learn that in Central Park. And they have uh, are are kind of I don't know sponsors of an event that's happened just last weekend in Central Park that they call the flag, the Central Park Flagger Invasion, which is flagging in the park light in New York. Yeah. It's uh, actually it's a rebooting of an old tradition in Central Park where a lot of the flaggers in New York would get together and just flag by the uh, roller skate circle. Uh -huh. um, so now we've just kind of formalized it and we gather everybody once a month and uh, it's not as extravagant as flagging in the park here. We don't have our own DJ yet, but someday you never know. We'll see as the community grows again out there. Yeah. Do they still do the music for the roller rink here and uh, off of JFK? You know, a couple years back, I was there roller discoing, but I don't know. I haven't been pearl. Have you walked past that? No. I With blades or skates? That. Yeah. Blades <laughs> or skates? That was Tweaking. fun back in the day, yes. Did you have the blades or the skates? Oh, the, oh yes. Um, uh, the, 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 the wheels. The wheels. The, yes. Well, so the, the, I can't blade. <laughs> I don't do the blades very well. <laughs> No. Uh, Pearl, can you flag? Can I flag? No. Yeah, no. I'm not good at it either. Xavier tried to teach me in his class that you give. Tell You're being modest. <laughs> You're, the pictures of you flagging the last flagging in the park oh, were just flawless. Right. You know, uh, one image. <laughs> yeah, everyone looks good caught in, in the image, but um, tell people about... So, Xavier, you're, like, really vested in this whole tradition um, because you do classes and then you teach people how to make flags. Does that happen every month? During the summer, it seems to. And, and I'm doing that on the backs or the shoulders or the 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 wind momentum that's created by the community to make this like rob and jeff stepping up to the plate to co-produce with me this event it, it just keeps me going we have wonderful other people that make it happen the sisters of perpetual indulgence mm -hmm. mark ruisi they come up with the for permitting fees i've got other people that are raising money for me left and right josh carmichael at the powerhouse and his party pretty in ink 
are, are, are helping me to make this a lot easier by purchasing more uh, sound equipment and different things. People have donated sound systems. We've got Real Bad, which is GRGR Foundation, um, that are sponsoring $2,000 per event. You know, I totaled up, and in the last 18, actually, I guess it's 18 years, but this is our 19th season, we have given over $145,000 to charity. All right. All right. Congratulations, guys. That's great. You know, uh, and it's making a difference. Um, tell everyone again, what is the charity this, this uh, month? This month, it's San Francisco AIDS Foundation. Um, we'll have a representative there talking to us about uh, what uh, they have in mind to, uh, for their future and um, present. Um, John LePage, and we start about 1 o'clock with on music Sunday. on Sunday. And again, that's <laughs> at this I'm sorry. Golden Gate. It's in Golden Gate Park at the uh, uh, AIDS Memorial Grove, uh, which is, uh, how would you describe to get there? It's off the corner of some two streets. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Pelosi Drive oh, and that's right. Martin Luther King. And yes. And what's your guys' goal for this event? The goal? It basically, our, our, our goal for flagging in the park is usually to be their flag and uh -huh. celebrate life and celebrate the people we've lost over the years. That's the whole thing that we do. Um, the raising the money is something that is not our direct uh, desire to do, mm -hmm. but we just we do it and it works and it it's honoring further the people who we've lost and yeah. and again celebrating more life. Well, fabulous. Yes, and then that's the first thing that comes across when you enter the grove because you kind of just enter. There it is in front of you, you know, from around a, a rock or from the bushes mm -hmm. um, or the path. What were you doing in the bushes? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, ah. Um, uh, how did it feel to open the event, Tweeka? You, you spun a fabulous set of yes. great that's music. Awesome. Yes, I thought it was a good idea to play, like, chill, like, 60s grooves like hey that Georgie girl and you guys <laughs> it was fabulous you, the, the selections were flawless it was an honor to be a part of that tradition and I mean this to me on a spiritual level this seems I feel a lot of weight behind what it all stands for and when all these people come together because you know there was a lot of pain going on and uh, this is one way to heal the wounds yeah, I, I, flagging, I think, for a lot of people, it means a lot of different things. But uh, this event, this tradition that uh, Xavier and now us are all trying to carry forward is always been a celebration of life. It was a mourning, but I think now it's much more a celebration, a celebration of those we love. And within that, yes, there is a very deep spiritual asset to flagging in general by the fact that you're doing something that is quite beautiful and you get to share share with so many people um so well, it's also very meditative and takes you into yourself that you get to release let go of a lot of thoughts that are holding you back and experience something beyond yourself mm -hmm. and once you're free of all that you can actually think a little more clearly about where you are where you've been remember people you love and celebrate life again because it is such a tough touching place to be at and do this absolutely um tell folks again you know some folks may have never even heard of flagging in the park which i it's it's 
we need to let everyone know about it. Uh, you have a couple places where they can go to find out more and see pictures, and you really do need to see those colorful, expressive photos. I would send you first to Facebook and look for Flagging in San Francisco, Flagging in the Park, or Flagging in the Park, San Francisco. That's one of the first things that'll show up. Um, um, what is it? Central. Flaggercentral.com. Flagger Flagger yes. uh, is a site maintained by Philip Bryan in Dallas. It has been a great resource for the flagging flaggers and the community. Awesome. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or just show up this Sunday. Show up this Sunday. Grab uh, some flags and learn to flag. Have fun. Enjoy. Bring a picnic basket and a blanket and, and your family. It's a family-friendly uh, event. Everyone is welcome. No age limits and no race, creed. Everyone, come. Come to the Grove uh, with DJ John LePage, who is a, you know, well-known circuit DJ producer and remixer. Have you interviewed him yet? Oh, yeah, girl. Oh, okay. Well, so I wasn't <laughs> sure. I, I, I assume. He is easy on the eyes. That's and, all I can say. And he's excited. He's very excited. Been chatting with the last few days. So he's, mm -hmm. having, he's excited to be there this Sunday. You know, we, we do five events, and two of them are usually returning DJs that have, uh, that have played. We have, I don't want to call them our house or resident DJs. John approached me three years ago. I'm so excited to have him spend the event, and he has totally just uh, radiated the energy that we're looking for and, and conversations that Jeff has had with him. So we're very excited. Awesome. So this Sunday starts at 1. Come, everyone. Um, you must come and check out this is really quite special magical um, uh, event uh, flagging in the park and is this how many more are, are there this year Xavier there'll be one more on October 10th okay so getting down to the last two last Pearl. Ones, girl come on everyone come on over again go to the places where you can check it out uh, but it's one o'clock at the AIDS Memorial Grove San Francisco Golden Gate Park um, one of those things you just have to do in San Francisco. Uh, thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you. It's been thank a pleasure so meeting you guys. Uh, and um, Xavier, any last things we should know? Is that, did we cover everything there? We covered everything. Only a couple more things I could say. Oh, okay. um, our town, Paul Margolis came and interviewed me. There's an interview up on the Flagging in the Park Facebook page. And also we do a shout out. Thank you to Fitness SF who thanks to their support i've been offering classes for flagging for the last 11 years and uh, the sisters of perpetual indulgence who are very helpful with us at every event hey yeah. sisters hey sister. sisters <laughs> all right well and, and thank you yeah. tweeka and thank yes. you pearl for having us on here again to let us talk about flagging in the park and really Absolutely. it is a special event it's one of the things that makes san francisco magical um it's just a outpouring of that magic so i hope that uh, your listeners can come and we love that you bring uh people that are involved with the event with, with to our show each time so um uh jeff and robert it was very nice to meet you nice to meet you again thank, thank you, you for coming Probably. and um you know come back and again Pearl. xavier in, in october we look forward to it. Thank you. Everyone has a nice round of applause for the Flagging in the Park team. We're going to be right back after the short musical break with Garage Gooch. Garage Gooch, girl. <laughs> Am I ever going to pronounce your name correct? Never. Never. He is a <laughs> photographer to the luminaries. And then just a little bit down the road, we're going to bring on the uh, director and some cast members from 
the Barbary Coast Review. Yay. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to listen to more Melbourne Moore music. Now, this is a lady who's uh, spanned the early 70s to today. She has a new hit. We're going to debut it on our, our show at 7. But right now, see if you guys remember this one from the late 70s, Pick Me Up, I'll Dance, the remake. Just kidding. Oh, there, it is. there it is. There it is, girl. We'll be right back. Melbourne Moore, classic disco music from the 70s, guys. Welcome back to the House of Pride show. Yes, ma'am. Pearl Tees, how are you, Pearl Tees? I'm doing fabulous. How are you doing? I'm doing good, honey. Thanks for asking. I know you're busy. 
I know, I just saw you were busy. I think I saw, was it this week that I saw a video of you on the boat? Or was it I posted that, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. I wasn't in drag, though. Thank God I didn't have to get in the drag. <laughs> I'm still waiting on them tickets. <laughs> oh, girl. But we're busy at Balançoire. Shout yeah. out to Balançoire. Yes. Uh, Pearl yeah. Tease is a regular performer at the drag brunch, and I'm the DJ there. So it's always a pleasure to see Pearl doing her thing, because she really brings it. And... Uh, yeah, you guys, I think you guys can catch me there this Sunday. Um, if not, you can catch me Sunday night at the Glamazon over at the cafe. Yes, girl, she's working the circuit. Well, now I'd like to, uh, and we've settled on this name, so I have uh, the green light to, to um, uh, introduce our next guest as the uh, photographer to the luminaries here in San Francisco, Mr. Gooch. Hey, hello. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, so you're busy too, aren't you? Um, just a little bit. Always, yeah. girl. You know, always. Mr. Gooch is always busy. We love her. Now, do you prefer taking photos of the glamorous drag queens, or does it matter what subject you have in front of you? Uh, it definitely matters. Yeah, I, I, I love uh, photographing uh, amazing performers um, and uh, performances. Uh, I love trying to capture that the creativity that's brought to the stage. Um, it kind of inspire. Well, it does inspire me totally. It doesn't kind of inspire me. It totally inspires me. Uh, One thing I want to say about my boo Gooch over here, um, <laughs> I um, I have been photographed by like at, in many different clubs mm -hmm. um, in performances and stuff, and they oh I always get like the most terrible photos of me Ooh. having stage face and everything. No. But Mr. Gooch is real good. Like he, all, I've been able to use pictures on my Facebook Thank and stuff you. from him because I'm, yeah. I'm not looking a mess up there flipping my hair or anything. Yeah, Did I mean I do take bad photos. I mean like every photographer, we we all we all uh, do take bad photos. But um, I I try my very best not to put a bad photo out ever. Uh, but sometimes I've had comments from performers where they feel it's um, maybe it's some people with um, a certain sense of how they should look um, mm -hmm. it's a different sense to mine and um, they partic don't particularly like you know once in a blue moon I'll have a comment that they don't like such and such look but the majority yeah but 99% of the time yeah feel me and I feel them that I have total empathy for what's going on around me and uh, as I said you know it totally inspires me and I, I wouldn't dream of um, or want to put out a bad photo of anyone. Well, I think one of know. the things that um, uh, separate you, br brings you to a different level is that um, you you know, you know work on the photos in post-production. You just don't th throw them out there no. to the world. And you, uh, may, you have a good eye and make sure we yeah, look, look um, good. Yeah, I, I do spend time editing. Um, that, can, that can be, you know, eight to ten hours a day sometimes. Post-production takes a long time. Yeah, and Girl. so when I do a shoot, it, uh, I spend the rest of the next day um, normally in my bathrobe, sitting in my living room mm -hmm. with NPR on in the background or um, reruns of Pride oh, Radio, oh, or I'll be pl playing Pride Radio till I'm. I, of course, I'm, of course. Did you go. hear that? Poo? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, but uh, it's relaxed. I have coffee, and you know, I'm at home, and um, uh, which I share with my my husband Bill. And uh, we hey, Bill. A, hey, Bill. We have a very nice uh, apartment, and. Um, uh, and which is a lot nicer recently because we just got a first cleaner. Oh my God, I feel like an adult at last. Um, I can't believe <laughs> you it. You can find your, your I, I literally, camera. We, we were literally <laughs> going to have a divorce because nobody was, we were running out of cups and cutlery. You, and listen, listen, when you get busy, it's just, that's the last thing on the list. Yeah. It's like cleaning your apartment. And the kitchen no was full time. of fruit flies, which is fruit fly season. And it was kind of gross. And then we had oh. an ant infestation because we, we it just things were just nature uh, over, was closing in nature was definitely <laughs> closing in and um, it, it just became overwhelming and thank goodness we found this amazing um, beautiful gay 
um, a white guy who really, uh, you know, came with good recommendations, blah, blah, blah. And, mm -hmm. uh, and um, yeah, we've just taken him on, and he's wonderful. So he's kind of saving our lives at the moment. Nice. I don't know how I got to talk about my cleanup, but anyway. Well, um, talk about your, so <laughs> let's talk about some of your um, biggest projects right now. Okay, um, let me see. So, uh, just I was just scanning through my events before we went back on on air, and um, a pretty major one tom is tomorrow, and that's actually uh, the Jose Saria. I've just got to find it again on my events. Okay. Uh, it's a Ho Jose Saria um, um, uh, roast, basically. Uh, Jose Saria was the first empress of San Francisco, that's and sadly right. left us um, a couple years ago. A couple of years ago now. Mm -hmm. we did, um, uh, which is awfully sad, but he he was 91 and had an amazing, incredible, full life. I mean, we should all be so lucky to all live so to be lucky. 91. Exactly. And tomorrow is the roast of Ab Absolute Empress uh, uh, Marlena, and she was the Ab Absolute Empress 25. Mm -hmm. and I'm just desperately trying to find the details on here. Well, it's going to be on Market Street. Oh, it's going to be on the street. And Oh, no, there it is. It's called Marlena's Love Roast, and it's at 1800 Market uh, Street tomorrow, and it starts at 6. And I'm shooting that. I I wonder where that pearl does that ring a bell? Eighteen hundred Market Street. Yeah, I've been. I've been. Yeah, uh -huh. and it's actually the second annual Jose Saria community celebration, and this one is oh, Marlena. God. So it's going to be awesome. And Marlena is inc an incredible human being. I love. Yeah. Marlena. Mm -hmm. And she's getting on too. I think she's somewhere in a seventy-six year. I think. Oh, okay. Somewhere around God, there. God bless her. God bless her. Oh, and still her. young. I see, yes. see Marlena all the time. So you're the, um, the photographer of the event. I am. Um, that that's tomorrow, and that's, that's wonderful. fabulous. Um, and then rushing off after that, um, I'm going to the um, dr uh, Drag King, no, sorry, Faux King. I always get this That's screwed up. That's right. I'm so sorry. He's, don't shoot me. Um, Excuse me. I just was talking about this today, and I got it all screwed up again. That's okay, honey. And that at, uh, there it is. It's called the Drag King Contest. And um, my very good friend, Mad Dog 2020, is stepping down. She's been a... Uh, the drag king uh, for this year. Oh, I love Mad Dog. Yeah. We've had her on recently. Yeah, I love her. She's, she's such a sweetheart. She's you know. great. And Fergie um, uh, Furtage is um, hosting, I believe. And uh, we there's lots of people I was trying to see. It, um, and there will be uh, lots of performances at Oasis tomorrow, starting at 9.30, if you'd like to come along um, and see these incredible people perform and uh, really shake it to try and win the, the new title of Drag King. Yes, it's a fierce competition. What's yes. the cover, Bo? The tickets are at sfoasis.com and they're going from 20 to 35. Uh, oh, for not the too bad for a 35 for VIP seating. So it'll be right up front and mm -hmm. um, 20 for general admission. You still got a great view, great seat, as you mm -hmm. know. Of Oasis. course, you'll have access to all over the place. I will. Because I, you, you know, are but, their well, official photographer. <laughs> well, to a degree, because um, obviously there's an audience behind me and I, I don't uh, ever want to block somebody's view or anything for too, especially for too long. Um, so I'll be dashing around trying to get the, the best shots of these. Yes, dashing are, around. Uh, performing. Um, <laughs> let me see. There's a whole mad list here. It's the it's called the bra uh, biggest drag king show in the world. It's starring uh, Moby Dick, uh, Mama's Boys, Mad Dog, um, uh, Philia Pham, Klingon Vanna White, Dee Dee Lux, Lee Crow, Stephen LeMay, Nancy French, uh, Gender Queen Society, uh, uh, Kit Tapata, etc. It goes on and on. So it's a huge show tomorrow night. So busy, busy. Fabulous. Sorry, I'm plugging yes, everybody else's yeah. shows. But um, just to give you an idea of, uh, it, it's such a, I, I'm so honored that uh, I, people are now reaching out to me all the time uh, to work with them um, at such different and varying events. Um, and uh, I absolutely adore it. So, yeah. And please, people, continue to reach out and touch. 
Gooch here. Um, in fact, if anyone has a question, they're happy to call in, aren't they, Pearl? Yes, ma'am. I'm, I'm available for hire if you can find a, find a free day. <laughs> Our number here in the studio is 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. Are we still going? Yes, uh, we're yeah. still on, honey. Um, Where can people find you, Mr. Gooch? They can find me. I have a website, which is um, my real name. Uh-oh, here we go. It's garethgoochphotography.com, um, which is a good way of um, seeing kind of what I get up to, although I don't, I don't update that terribly often because most of my work is straight out on Facebook. And if you'd like to see my work on Facebook, um, that's Garaje, which is G-A-R-A-J-E, Gooch, G-O-O-C-H, on Facebook. Um, and that's where most of my, my work appears um, to be seen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm working a lot with Oasis, which has been uh, lovely. Um, we just had a little shoot on Monday, which was a little closed set shoot, which was great. And you'll hopefully be seeing the results of those soon on their website. Um, that was great fun. Um, love working with them. Um, of course, we just had Peaches Showgirls, 18th annu- annual Showgirls. Um, again, a full house at Castro Theatre, and uh, I, I'm. So you're really they, you're being invited to uh, take pictures at all these, yeah. you know, fun uh, yeah. events going around the town with uh, some of the biggest drag names, and I know and it's it, all good. It, if no. I think about it too much, I get scared, so I don't think about it. I just uh, and scared meaning. Um, it, you know, I'm working with incredibly talented people, and um, mm-hmm. there's a, heck, a, a very high um, production value level with these productions. Um, I'm talking, you know, like uh, we're talking about Oasis and um, and Peaches doing her shows, and um, I don't take it lightly that I'm working with um, with uh, great people, you know, and I I really try to do my best for them, uh, and all the performers that are in the shows. So um, yeah, I don't take it lightly. But as I say, I don't think about it too much because it, um, it kind of scares me. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> yeah. The success scares you. Not success. It's just, you know, producing work at, at the same level as them. Um, you know? Well, so you're doing it right, honey. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Um, and then we have one last thing and one last plug is Dusty Moorhead's um, um, Baby Love. And uh, Dusty and her husband, uh, Dusty used to live in San Francisco. She's an amazing drag queen. She still pops back for visits. Mm -hmm. She moved to Boston with her husband uh, some time ago, I think seven years ago. And a couple of years ago, they had uh, the artificial um, surrogates. They they used a surrogate and had their own baby. And they're having a fundraiser on the 30th of August, um, um, again at Oasis, to help raise money for their new charity, which is called, I'll tell you in a minute, uh, something stalk and she'll kill me for not remembering but a- again it's an amazing um uh event mm-hmm. and um if you're all available uh, do come down on the 30th for that it's called baby love dusty moorhead and all the money's going to help couple gay couples straight couples any couple that is going through surrogacy uh, helping to teach them the the ropes and um, and also help fund them because it's an extremely expensive uh, thing to do well, I'm so happy you're busy with your doing Thanks. what you love to do, the, your yeah. passion, photography, and working with creative people. Isn't that right? Fabulous, Pearl? Yeah, that is. It is. It's a, it's a dream come true. And, uh, you know, this is my seventh year of living in the city. Mm-hmm. And um, I absolutely adore living here. Um, I kind of, uh, as we all do, um, anybody who's been here for any time, uh, hating 
what's going on with uh, the rent increases and house prices and people having to do, or being evicted or being forced to leave the city is appalling. But um, for us who are still hanging on by our fingernails, um, it's such an incredible city to live in. And it sure is. It sure is. It yeah, sure is. it's a special place. It, uh, that's why we love um, talking about that on House of Pride Radio. Uh, whoever's listening to us, uh, sometimes yeah. there's more or less, Pearl. But uh, we want to be a beacon of light that says, come, come here and be yourself. Um, Mr. Gooch, we're going to have to go out and bring uh, that other group yeah, in. Wonderful. Which, uh, but we want to, again, tell people to go to your website, which is? Uh, Gareth, G-A-R-E-T-H, G-O-O-C-H, photography.com. So Gareth Gooch, photography.com. Or say hi to me on uh, Facebook under Garache Gooch. Yes, we encourage you to contact him. <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure seeing you again, honey. Um, oh, thank you. Pearl, uh, let's have a nice round of applause for the lovely Mr. Mr. Gooch. Yeah, thank you, guys. I love you. Thank you for this lovely radio show. Folks, we'll be right back after another Melba Moore tune. This was one of her two number one R&B hits. It's what's called A Little Bit More. And she sings this with Freddie Jackson. To me. I want to hold you in my arms House of Pride is back, and we have the director from the Barbary Coast Review with us. Welcome. Thank you so much. Your name is Keith? Karamis. Karamis. Thank you, Tweet. Is that German? Do you wish? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Spanish, but I'm Italian, so go figure. Oh, that's a nice I've combo. i like, you know, Vincenzo, Dominic, Alfredo, you know. Keith. That's my, Keith. That was my favorite <laughs> mix, <Thanks>, Pearl. <laughs> yeah. I'm down with that. And you brought two cast, you brought two actors with you. Yeah. How me. exciting from your hit play, the Barbary Coast Review. Yeah, absolutely. We've got Michael Perez here who's playing Jerry the Professor Thomas, and Evan Kaminsky who's playing Shanghai Kelly. Hi there. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Thank Great. you. Thank you. Um, could we get a little sample each of what your character sounds like? Do you want to go first, honey? <laughs> Which honey? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, well, your character is Shanghai Kelly, James okay. Kelly. He uh, is an Irishman, and uh, I actually do a lot more speaking—I mean, singing—than speaking with the accent. So, come on, um, singer. 
Um, <laughs> Sorry to put you on the yeah, spot. Yeah, put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tweaker Turner, how you doing? Oh, I love it. <laughs> really, really rough and gruff. He's quite menacing. Pop of the day to you. Oh, it's not that. That's cheery. I always try to get into the character by, you know, saying, oh, you'll find your pot of gold on the other side of the I rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, by the end of the play, Shanghai Kelly kind of does find his pot of gold here in San Francisco. Yeah. He has a little bit of a, a character change, an arc. Well, discovers. It, it's not as much of a change as it is a reveal, I would say. I, I think he's always been... A little, a little life light in the loafers, yeah. uh, but it tries to cover up and butch it up a bit until the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is wonderful. As a drag queen, I love a good reveal. So oh, and, <laughs> I, and I won't tell you exactly yes. when or where, but Shanghai does give a nice uh, costume reveal at some point All in the show. Right. You have to come see the show to, to experience it. Everybody loves it. So, how long has the show been going so far? So. Uh, this is the third year, but th- this third season we've been running since the end of May, and really we've just had wonderful, gracious hosts at uh, Balançoire. Oh, and see, per another event at Balançoire. Yeah. You know, you both work for oh, yeah. yeah. Uh So they've been tremendous to us, and we were scheduled to go all the way through till the end of September, but we recently just extended our run to the middle of November. So kudos. Oh, on the nice. nice. So where can folks get tickets? Oh, I guess I'm handling that, yeah? Sure. So, yeah, the, the easiest way is to go to barbarycoastreview.com, and that's review, R-E-V-U-E. Not I-E-W, because right. that's a whole different kind of review. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And speaking of reviews, my co-host, lovely co-host, Proteus, has yeah, the review up guys, now. It, it was by Richard, Ke- how do you say his Yeah, Richard Kanima. He is a member of the Bay Area Theater Critics Circle. And he also blogs on TalkingBroadway.com. Oh, How lovely. exciting is that? So tell us a little bit about that. Did he get to interview for you for this? You know what was wonderful is Richard showed up with uh, Robert Sokol of the SF Examiner and one of their friends, and mm-hmm. the three of them came to check out our show. Now, uh, Evan, Robert had come in the past, correct? Yes. Uh, last season, we uh, had our venue was at uh, the Submission in Mission, in Mission District, and... Um, we uh, <laughs> uh, spit it out, honey. Yeah, I, you know, it's <laughs> it's tough to be on the spot sometimes with these boys next to me. <laughs> but uh, he came to the show and gave us a review and um, started uh, what I think is one of our great moments is that we were called a, a gold nugget. Oh, a yes. gold! He got you yes, got the gold I nugget review. Well, what is it? Read us a paragraph there, Pearl. What's it, what it say over there? Well, I have to find a good one first. So give me oh, right. that. I okay. work on the review, mm-hmm. but Richard and Robert and their friend came in. They loved. They didn't uh, just love it. They Woody Allen loved. They the loved it. Yeah. And uh, you know, had some cocktails and really sang along. Well, that's got what, a nice yeah. lap dance during the middle of the show, which was really fantastic. By Connie Champagne. No, no, no from me. <laughs> <laughs> from <laughs> Evan right Kaminsky here. from Shanghai <laughs> Kelly and. Uh, you know, Richard just told us, you know, he's reviewed thousands upon thousands of shows. Yeah. And, um, you know, he called us another gem here in San Francisco, which was just delightful. That must have nice. How many yeah. cast members do you have? So we have seven, seven total. And how long is the show? show is 90 minutes. It's running a consistent 90 okay. to 95 minutes. It's and Pearl, you know what's good so, about the venue is that the cocktails there are, are, are pretty... Yeah, you know uh, I'm down for yeah, the cocktail. I know. Real they're, pretty, they're really affordable, Balance Warren. Can they get meals at the same time? 
So yeah, uh, you can get a full dinner service. They've got pub grub. They've got really great mozzarella, you know, mozzarella, mozzarella sticks. All right. But yeah. they also have full dinner, chicken cordon bleu yes. steak. Don't play with me. Um, so yeah, you can come on in, eat, drink, be merry, and sing along. I love, along. I love Keith. You can tell he's Italian because he's doing his hand gestures, and <laughs> and every time you hit the table, that that um that oh, that, that mic, that mic, that's on the fritz. That mic. Every time you hit the table with your expressions, that it makes a, a static noise. It, honey. It, I'm trying to connect with the audience. <laughs> so really quick, so you have seven cast members, and it was, you said it's a 90-minute show. Yeah. Now he says, um, Keith. Car- how do you say your last name, boo? It's like caramel, but with caramel. This thing's Directs sweet. Fast-moving review, giving each performer a, cha- a, cha- a change to shine. I think I'm a chance. A chance to shine. So how do you how do you do that with such little time in seven? Yeah, we didn't we didn't rehearse for too long. We rehearsed for maybe yeah. seven weeks, yeah. three days a week. First of all, the ta- the cast is extraordinarily talented, and we had a, a, a real strong and and a just intense audition process mm-hmm. but we had a lot of uh, returning cast members as well which sort of helped ease the transition with the new cast members who came on okay um, and it was a very organic experience and maybe michael who's new yeah. can talk about yeah you know, he's, this is his first season with the barbary coast girl tell us how difficult it is to work with he oh my he is a slave driver uh, he's uh, a diva yes no i i love working with keith i am um, i met him at, in may and he gave me the role of Jerry Thomas, so I got the lead man, which right. is pretty fun. It's great. And he um, lets us discover our characters, and we have a good time. And I think we worked really well with each other. That's why it was so fast to put it up on its feet. Yes. So we learned the music without actually having sheet music. We learned the lines, and we just worked our butts off. And what does the it. character Jerry sound like? <sighs> well, he's a little naive. So I probably sound like myself a little bit. <laughs> it's a no, stretch. He's, he's a 25-year-old guy from Connecticut, so he's he's hasn't been here before, and I kind of feel at the same with him because mm-hmm. I came here three years ago and didn't know anything. So I'm, I basically sing my whole way through the show. Oh, okay, That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, did I? <laughs> what would you say? The, the voice. The voice. Oh, he's that a voice of an angel? That one. <laughs> I love it. What um? Can you sing us a line from one of your songs? Sure. Um, oh. this one's from. When I got sa- save yourself, sister, or or twenty five years. Twenty five years. What's going on? What's yeah. yeah? What's up? Twenty five years and my plan is still trying to get up that great big hill of gold. That's my destination. Oh, I love it. I love it. Beautiful. We tear up like every. It sounds like a song. Is that for non-blinds? Yeah. Yeah. Perry, I got her autograph when I was sixteen. In fact, all of the music in our show are parodies of uh, Bay Area hit bands from the late seventies through today, which which ties into the music you were playing earlier, same time period. Yes, Melbourne Moore music. We've got music from everyone from. from Four Non Blondes, as we just yeah. mentioned, to Metallica, to MC Hammer. We even have a little Tupac thrown in there. We've got Grateful Dead. We've got um, the, the... Romeo Void. Thank yeah. you, Romeo Void. Together. Pointer Sisters. Oh, fabulous. So let's go through the cast. Besides uh, Evan and, and Michael, who else is in your, your cast? So I'll start with and throw a bouquet to uh, Danny Kennedy, okay. who is uh, playing the role of Mark Twain. Um, right. Richard Kanema said he was just as good as Hal Holbrook when he did his one-man solo show. I, I think, I mean, I never got to see Hal Holbrook, but, I mean, Danny Kennedy truly morphs himself 
into the role of Mark Twain. He is the narrator of this show, and he, um, you know, the whole story is told through his lens. We've gathered together to hear his story, which is just terrific. Um, but he also serves as the musical director, so he's got a double job. Um, and as Michael pointed out earlier, we, we really work together as an ensemble to extrapolate all of the harmonies and melodies from the songs mm -hmm. with no sheet music, just by listening to the... And our only background is Danny guitar. playing the guitar. Yeah. Acoustic. Oh, I love it. Total acoustic, no microphones in the show, mm -hmm. and that's just a testament to the strength and talent of these performers. So Danny Kennedy is one, and... Uh, Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, Stephanie. Yeah. Stephanie Kennedy, who plays... Uh, Stephanie Rapa. Stephanie Rapa, yes. Sorry, she was a Kennedy at one point. She was a Kennedy, but now she's married. Mm. No, but she plays um, Alma de Bretville. Okay. Interest. She also comes into the city, and, you know, we meet eyes at one point, and the rest is history. Mm -hmm. yeah, so All right. Great. Oh. <laughs> so it's 24 and songs. We have two more, we have okay. two more actors. Well, we also... <laughs> three. We also have uh, Stacey Kennedy, who plays Lillian Coit. And she does an amazing job. Um, those of you who don't know who Lillian Coit is, she's the one who, oh. no pun intended, erected the Coit Tower. Yes. Um, which is quite phallic. Um, and we play a lot of jokes about that throughout the show. Um, and we have um, wonderful Connie Champagne playing Atoy. Oh, Connie, Connie. She is a, such a legend in this city. Yes. And beyond. You know, uh, I, and I'm, I'm your friends with Connie. Uh, and we've become, you know, a really tight cast. Connie is just one of those local institutions who, uh, when I called upon her to say, hey, there's a part, she initially says, no, 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 that's not for me. That's a role for a Chinese woman. And I says, yeah, but we're not, we're going to do a little bit of blind casting action here. I just need some really old diva, and that's you, honey. So, <laughs> <laughs> so come on in, be the madam, and boy, has she delivered. And uh, she got a really rave review. And then you know the seventh performer, Fatima Eyes-Varel. Yes, we love her. Who we found, at, you know, I held uh, the open audition with, with um, the producers and with Danny Kennedy, the music director. And, of course, you know, Michael auditioned for us. We had... We had several hundred, actually. There was about 400 people oh, on sfcasting.com who wow. applied. We narrowed it down to about 100, and then from those 100, we invited about 40 to actually come out and sing and, and read for us. And from those 40, we wound up with Connie Champagne, uh, Michael Perez, and Fatima Eyes-Varel, who plays Pearl, a, a, girl a beer made wench, if you will. You know, she, what competition wench. she made it through. I am so proud of that cast. Yeah, fabulous. Uh, we'd also like to give a great shout out to the producer and writer of our show, uh, Blake Weirs and his wife, Deb, who have been amazing um, producers mm -hmm. and supporters for us. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be with the show since it, pretty much its inception, uh, when Blake first had his final drafts put together he was having us do some uh, staged readings and finally um, the first season we put up the show actually at the stud and I was fortunate enough to be able to direct that year okay. and uh, since then it's been revamped a couple more times we had two more seasons but um, including what we're doing now mm -hmm. and um, Blake and Deb continue to work very hard and so it's really great for us to help support their dreams as well as their supporting ours as actors. I really appreciate your mentioning that. To, to, they have been very, very supportive and they've given me tremendous freedom um, as director to go forward with a vision, um, uh, a, a vision, a new vision for the show while honoring the past. And I, I hope I've done that. 
Um, we've certainly had a wonderful time doing this. Um, part of that vision included bringing on uh, Lorraine Deschamps, who did all of the costumes and sort of re-envisioned the costumes for us, mm -hmm. and uh, Katerina Maria Bonisocolate, who did our props? Itch, and itch, did a lot yeah, of yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that name. I know that name. Katarina Maria Bonet, chocolate. I love you, honey. I hope you're out there listening. <laughs> so you guys have to check them out online. Go to barbarycoastreview.com. Is it .com? Yes. Mm -hmm. It is .com. Um, you guys can get tickets there. It looks like you can also get tickets on Eventbrite. The cabaret's twenty nine bucks, and um, they have a dinner and a show. Um, you guys are giving out a summer special. We are. So the cabaret is actually only 20 bucks, and the summer special for the dinner and the show is $59. Um, and if you get the dinner and the show, you get a specialty cocktail at your reserve table. Come on, reserve uh, specialty cocktail. What is it? Yeah, oh, well, we yeah, call it the Shanghai Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Shanghai Kelly was known as a crimper or a crimp who would knock out his patrons either by hitting them over the head or drugging them or both, and then selling their knocked out naked bodies to ship captains who were in need of crew because their crew were all going out for gold Fantastic. and stopped going on the ships. So you'd wake up on the way to Shanghai I love it. Indentured to work for this ship. Well, let's hope these drinks do that too, Bo. That. <laughs> That's fabulous. So, well, Pearl, if you're there, I'll make sure to knock you out. This sounds good. <laughs> so All right, good. so folks, we're gonna uh, we got to call New York and uh, talk to Melba at seven. Do you want to hang out with us and talk to? Melba a bit. Say hi we to her. Hang out for a little yeah. bit. Um, we we want to definitely let your listeners know that we can offer uh, a few tickets. We'd love to be able to offer yeah. some tickets to your listeners. Well, if you can hang out to, uh, we can talk more about Barbary Coast if you can hang with us uh, through the interview and talk more. Are you, or do you have to be somewhere? Cool. Yeah. yeah. We're down, dude. All right. You can close it out with us, okay? Yeah. So um, what we're going to do, Pearl, is we have a special message from Rock Keller, our SAC correspondent from Sacramento. She has a special yeah. message to Melville Moore because, as you know, um, uh, Rock Keller worked on Broadway when she was growing up. And then, yeah, she was shit. And Melville Moore, she said to me, oh, my God, I can't believe, I wish I was there because uh, Melville has had such an influence on Rock Keller's life growing up, uh, almost as a mentor in, because she was, you know, started All out right. in theater herself. So this is Raquel's message to Melba Moore. Oh, she already has it down. All she right. gave it to me. Yeah, you know how she is, girl. Yeah. All right, here it is. When I first got to New York City, I got to see her in Les Miserables, and uh, she stole the show. God, Tweeka, Pearl, I am so envious of the two of you right now. How I wish I was in the studio with you. Um, this is an artist I looked up to and will forever. Uh, she was one of my mentors and motivators uh, who motivated me to get to get the hell out of California and get my buns to uh, Broadway. Be sure to ask her or talk to her about her fondest memories of the cast in Pearly. When she won her Tony for the role of Luddy Bell, there was a change in the way the Academy looked upon black performers on Broadway at that time. So please mention that. Um, oh, and she worked with the late, great Eartha Kitt in Timbuktu. I worked with Eartha too, as you know, in The Wild Party. So I hope Melba will get a chance to share a little bit about Eartha and what she remembers. Um, okay, so I, I've gone over my time. So Melba, <laughs> thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for what you have done with your life. And thank you for carrying on your parents' legacy. But most importantly, from one American woman to another, thank you for the example 
of self-reliance, for continuing your own work that speaks for itself alone. I really hope you'll come back to our show again soon. Besos y abrazos. Luego, hermana. And uh, I love you, Melba. Oh, my gosh. She's throwing Thanks. in some of her native tongue in there. I love it. We love you, Raquela. Um, folks, this is Melba Moore's new release. We're going to debut it right here on House of Pride Radio. Pearl, are you ready for it? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, it's called uh, Just Dance, and it's by Melvin Moore. Folks, check it out. Remember when we used to know each other's names? Hanging out all day long and playing silly games. Let's take it back to the good times music could bring. of Pride Radio, and isn't it an honor to have the legendary actress and R&B artist with us today, uh, the one and only Melba Moore. Are you with us? I'm with you. How are you? Um, we're doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you. You're welcome. Say, I just want to introduce, there's a bunch of people here, fans of yours. Uh, first of all, my co-host, Pearl Tees, is with me. Hey, Miss Melba. Hey, how are you? Fabulous girl. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. Good. And then we have uh, Keith. Hey, Melba. How are you? Hi, Keith. How are you? I'm from New York. Where are you? Where are you in New York? Uh, well, Manhattan. Yeah, all right. I'm from Brooklyn. So, hello. You can hear it in <laughs> <Hello>. his voice. <laughs> <laughs> and two uh, guys, go ahead. Introduce yourselves. Hi, Melba. It's Michael. Hi, Michael. Nice Hi. to hear you. Nice to hear and you. And I'm Evan. How are you? Oh, great. Nice to hear you, too. We're all here from the Barbary Coast Review. <laughs> okay. Well, we just listened, uh, we just debuted on our radio show, your newest s- single, Just Dance. What a fabulous R&B groove that song has. Thank you. Glad you like it. Yeah, loving it. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about that a journey, making a new record. Uh, well, I've made quite a few, but uh, the... Uh, challenge is going to be compiling them into a full CD album and 
getting it released and putting you know t- the team together. But this particular one is uh, written by uh, uh, um, uh, a young man who's a wonderful, wonderful uh, songwriter and composer who is the son of Gene uh, uh, McFadden, uh, of McFadden and Whitehead, and uh, his um, songwriting team. Uh, so it, I'm going into the next generation yes. of songwriters, so that connects me with now and tomorrow. <laughs> Did you have the opportunity to work with McFadden and, and Whitehead? Oh, quite a, quite a bit. Um, as a matter of fact, some of my most successful recordings were written especially for me by Gene and John. Yes, I did. Would that include the two number ones you had in 1986? I'm not recalling the, the year right now, but most likely, yes. Uh, well, one was Falling, if that's the one you mean. Yes, uh, yes, that's a great song. Yes, definitely, yes. So, Melber, um, this is wonderful. We love when our divas come out with new music, and um, I'm the first to jump on that. I fully support and loving your, your new groove. But, of course, you come from a long history of success. Uh, can, can you tell us, like, at this stage as an artist, how does it all feel coming from such a successful track record? Uh, well, I feel very grateful to uh, continue to be relevant and to continue to reinvent myself and to connect with uh, new songwriters and producers and uh, still be myself. I mean, because sometimes uh, when music changes, you don't fit anymore or, uh, I don't know, a lot of things can happen when time passes. And, and so um, uh, my, my voice is, well, actually, my voice is actually better. That's not, I guess, you know, nice to say about yourself, but thank God it is, <laughs> it is true. <laughs> Um, it's better for somebody else to say that about you, but I got nobody else to say it right now. Well, that's not it's true. Actually, Ron Ron Richardson said your voice is a lot better now. <laughs> okay, it's okay for him to say. I paid him to do that. But okay. no. <laughs> well, I mean, because the voice is a muscle and an instrument, and if you can learn how to take care of it and keep it in good shape, then you have to be grateful that you still have your gift. So I, I, I'm very happy to be able to do what I like to do. Um. Your parents, were they a big influence in your life? I think they were the first and most, um, I guess, uh, encompassing influence because it was in the home. Uh, music was the centerpiece of our lives. Um, they never said anything good about show business, but they had this fiery passion for it, and I think I caught it. I, I, yes. <laughs> Indeed. Um, you, you took it to, uh, a, you continued it and took it to a higher level. You gave us, you gave us the fans, the, the public, these wonderful gifts with your talent. Um, not only are you a singer, and a lot of people may not realize this, but you're an accomplished actress as well. Well, actually, my, uh, I guess some of my really important opportunities that perhaps really put me on the map in the beginning were from theater. As a matter of fact, I have a Tony Award for Pearly, the Broadway musical. Uh, I got that back in 1970. And my very first Broadway musical was, was uh, Hair. Yeah. And um, I started out in the chorus and uh, wound up doing the female lead and being the first black actress to replace a white actress in a lead role when I replaced Diane Keaton. And in the late 90s, I did um, Les Miserables and played the role of Fontaine. And I'm sure I was the first and maybe the only right. black actress to play that role. Because, you know, uh, Les Miserables is not about African-Americans. <laughs> it's about the French Revolution. Yeah. So <laughs> that was quite a coup. 
So breaking down barriers, which is a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. But along with that award, you also were nominated for four Grammys. Yes, and uh, th that's been quite uh, uh, an influence on my recording career because, um, well, I don't know, awards mean things to people because it means you've, you've accomplished something um, that means in competition with your peers you came out on top. Yes, ma'am. And so there's, there's so much great music and, and uh, by so many wonderful uh, recording artists and some of them never received any, any awards. So when you receive an award, it kind of makes you stick out in people's minds. There's so many hit records that if you can say, okay, it was a Grammy Award nomination, it kind of gives you some kind of a place of accomplishment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, we're both drag queens, so we, we love our awards. That's where we're, like, yes, focusing on it a bit. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, um, you also, how was it? Um, I, my, our correspondent, we have a correspondent in the state capital, Sacramento. Her name is Raquel, and she wanted me to ask you what it was like working with Eartha Kitt. Challenging. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, shade, the shade of it all. Yes. Really? <laughs> the late, great Eartha Kitt. Yeah, well, let, let me say that she was really quite unique and uh, um, quite, quite memorable as just an incredible, one-of-a-kind artist. Let me say that. But on the other side, she was not always the easiest person to get along with. So I used to try to stay in my little corner of the stage. I heard were. that. But uh, yeah. uh, she, she was an amazing, it was an amazing opportunity to work with her. I worked with her in Timbuktu, and I was, the two of us were hand-picked by Jeffrey Holder, the Uncola man. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and so, well, well, that's, I love these backstories. Did, did you and her ever go out to dinner and, you know, hang out after the show, or...? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, actually, our paths crossed quite a few times after Timbuktu, and she, after she mailed out quite a bit, it, 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 was, it was a different story. But during those days, she was, I don't know, I think um, uh, she was a little bit into her substances, because every time we would have a lunch break and oh. she would come back, uh, she wanted to be evil. Oh, <laughs> okay. Right. Come on, I love the juice. <laughs> um, we were looking at your discography, and one of your first, earlier, biggest hits was a song called "This Is It," which was a number two uh, U.S. dance. Uh, but interestingly enough, a top ten in the U.K., which I found interesting that it crossed over, it, it resonated so loudly in the UK. Was there a formula to that? Um, there seems to be a formula, period. Uh, fortunately, um, UK residents love American uh, R&B artists and they really take it to heart. I uh, had, had the opportunity to go there recently and on several occasions and um, they are really die-hard fans. They know all about your history. They they know all the lyrics. They know who did everything in the recording. They know who all the musicians are. They really respect our, our music as an art. So the formula is that I was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I had good recording companies too. You know who promoted the music very well there. So right. If the music doesn't get out, then you know they don't get a chance to say if they like it or not. 
there was that. I had good, good, uh, good, great management at the time, and um, the song was written especially for me by Van McCoy, who was responsible for the disco era and the disco hustle. And so I, I had a combination of really, really great, um, what, what do you call it, ingredients to have a long-lasting and top-ranking uh, hit. Plus, I didn't sing it too bad. <laughs> no, and. Um, you know, when I uh, first heard of you, Melba Moore, um, and uh, forgive me for not uh, knowing this is it, but it was uh, You Stepped Into My Life. Um, I heard it on WABC in New York City. Do you remember that AM station? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. They fully supported You Stepped Into My Life, but not only that station, the whole country did, folks. Uh, it's a song that peaked at number 47 on the pop chart, was a massive hit on the dance and R&B chart. So right. that one really resonated, and to this day is considered a classic you know, example of, of that sound in that decade. Um, what, do you, what were your feelings about that project? I love that project. We got, we got that song from... Uh, Bee Gees album, every song on that album, uh, every single on it was a hit. So we tried to pick one that wasn't a hit, but uh, we knew that we, we were going to have a hit because all the songs were going to have were hits. And uh, of course, you know, they are classic, fantastic pop R&B rock uh, writers and performers. So we were trying to get hits and we were trying to find something that was suitable for, t for me too. As a matter of fact, I had a conversation with the great Miss Patti LaBelle, and she said that song was offered to her, and she turned it down, because she thought it was too cutesy. But I'm a cute type. That's my type. So I said, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you picked that song. So I have a question. How was it working with Freddie Jackson on just a little bit, or a little bit more? Well, uh, when Freddie's not in the studio, he actually should be a, a comic. He is so hilarious and so funny, so... He's, he's just always a lot of fun and a lot of laughs and a lot of uh, uh, jokes and tricks and stuff we used to pull on each other to see who could get each other, punk each other, I guess you would call it these days. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of fun, a lot of fun, still today, a lot of fun, lots of laughs. Colonel, I want to tweak. I and of course you know he sings his face off. So Melba, I have a question. It's Keith over here. Um, is there somebody with whom you'd like to work that maybe you haven't had a chance to collaborate with? I, I haven't really thought about that so much. I guess because I've spent so much time reinventing myself and adjusting to the uh, industry, I, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what kind of songs do I sing myself? I, I don't spend a lot of time listening or trying to figure out who I should be with. I'm trying to figure out, can I hold it on my own right now? <laughs> right. Well, you may have a lot of opportunities at hand because um, your manager informed me, and congratulations, that you are being inducted into the official Music Hall of Fame this year in October, and that's going to be in Detroit? That's correct, yes. I'm very excited and, and grateful about that, yes. The official Rhythm and Blues Hall Music Hall of Fame, it's called, um, and um, um, Aretha Franklin's going to be there. You'll be there. Um, it's a huge, huge affair. Um, what What did you think? How did you get a notice that you were up for the award? Oh, they, they called my manager and uh, told us that we, we were going to be honored. And um, a, a lot of the accolades and, you know, I guess extras that, that go along with it are going to be a, 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 going to last a lifetime, not just the fame and the uh, um, 
the notoriety, and of course, and the honor. But it's, it's um, again, I think a widening of the ability to give honor to those who uh, haven't been awarded so much. I mean, there is a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but R&B Music uh, Hall of Fame is something that's just a few years old. So uh, I thought, oh, wow, I, I'm, I'm going to be in there with the classic, you know, incredible artists that have, that have made, I think, a permanent co contribution to contemporary culture, I'll put it that way. Yeah, that's, that's a great, 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 great honor. That is, uh, wow, we're so happy for you. Um, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, your mom, um, well, her, her um, um, artistic name is Bonnie Davis, and um, did she have a, a particularly a, um, a strong influence in your direction as an artist? Oh, absolutely. First of all, physically, she was very, very pretty. Naturally, I would think so, but I could tell by the way other people treated her, even when I was a little girl, that she was very beautiful. So she was, she was probably the first inkling that I had, is that in show business, uh, to be a singer, a female singer, uh, it was important, if you could, to be pretty. And if you were pretty, that was a real great asset and a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Dress up and all kinds of stuff extra good things that go with being, you know, an artist and, and having people um, pay um, just a sweet kind of attention to you. People, I don't know, how can I say this? We, we love beauty. People, you know, it's just yeah. a natural thing that God has given us. We love beauty. And um, she was gorgeous. And uh, I wanted to be pretty, too. And, you know, that's maybe the first um, attraction of glamour to the stage, the, the beauty. Yeah. Well, the the uh, fruit doesn't fall far from the tree, uh, Miss Melba Moore. Um, you're quite lovely yourself, and in addition to that, your mom scored big time with "Don't Stop Now," a number one R&B hit. Uh, what did it feel like when you scored your first number one hit yourself on the R&B charts? Did you make a parallel? Um, always, yes. Uh, by the by, the time I had my first. Uh, you know, successful R&B recording. My mother had already passed away, but there's a connection there that maybe sometimes grows when when the parent is gone and she's had such an influence, not just on your personal life, but on your career. She did have a chance to see me uh, in the Broadway musical Hair, and she saw me get the Tony Award, uh, but my recording career really didn't blossom until after that. So by the time that happened, she'd gone on, but her influence was just so 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 major and central yeah in the beginning like I remember when I first started uh, singing and I don't know if you would call it a career yet but there were people <laughs> who had seen my mother sing and I thought I was had my own style and that just only sounded like me and it's oh my god you sound just like your mother <laughs> 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 and of course that was a compliment to me I, I loved having her genes and you know her pers her person to continue with me. She was a great, great, great influence, and, and still is. I have one, uh, another question from another fan. Um, what was it like working on the set with Beyonce Knowles and Cuba Gooding Jr. For, uh, in The Fighting Temptations? Well, first of all, it, the, the, um, the cast, there were so many comics and funny people there, and it was a comedy. So uh, uh, it naturally was a lot of fun because well, first of all, I, I really didn't go to the movies a lot during those days, and so uh, I didn't, I wasn't familiar with um, Cuba Gooding's uh, talent and the fact that he was really uh, an acrobat, you know, an athlete. 
So we're standing there in the choir scene, and he's standing there uh, uh, directing the choir. He looked like Jerry Lewis to me, you know, kind of fantastic. <laughs> and then without even batting an eye, he does, a, he does a back over flip and continues to conduct the choir. I said, oh, my God, he made me stop singing. I, I, I was gagging. I, I, I was just... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yes. <laughs> and um, let me just say this about Beyonce Knowles: she made everybody look short and ugly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Oh. I, I, I can't tell you. And I, I spent a lot of time uh, uh, working with um, Eddie Levert and the OJ's. And yeah, uh, see, I know them. They're just like funny, funny, funny people. And um, Eddie Levert has this big, huge voice laughter some of them going down the hall to the set i could hear him laughing and talking to somebody and i don't know what he was talking about but by the time i got to the uh um, room where we're doing the uh, the shooting i was already laughing i said okay i know he's doing something really funny in there <laughs> let me see what it's going to be it was just a lot of laughter a lot of fun and of course steve harvey is hilarious you don't know what he's going to say and then you then you have like incredible singers like ann nesby and shirley Caesar and uh, Yolanda Adams, all these incredible gospel singers. They do things with their voices. You can't even, I, I, don't, I don't see how they do that. <laughs> I, I don't get it. <laughs> that has to be so Amazing. much fun. Amazing. It, it it's a lot of fun. I mean, you know, really to, to watch people's talent like that. Cause, mm -hmm. Well, I'm a solo artist, so usually I'm working alone. So for me to be with other people is fascinating and interesting and fun in the first place. But tremendously talented people uh, of course some of them all of them were you know great great stars so it, it's fascinating to watch other people's talent especially each one of them is so unique and then some of them are just hilarious what can i tell you so there's a lady from golden girls was there. yes that's right what is and, her name um to see her in in the uh you know the baptist choir she couldn't <laughs> have she didn't have no rhythm you know so she was perfect well, for, you I know, know the, the comedic part. What's, what's her question? <laughs> she she would throw everybody off when we'd have the steps to do, you know. I think it was Betty White. Now, did you, did you um, grow up singing gospel? No, I started it more recently. Yeah, I've, I've been singing gospel for about maybe 10 to 12 years now. Okay. How does that differ from, or I guess, how, what are the difficulties between going from that and disco? Tremendously. First of all, when you're singing gospel, you have to have you have to be so strong because you're required to sing at the top of your lungs, not only the whole song, but the whole show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like screaming at the top of your lungs for an hour, and then oh if it's a revival, you have to do it all day and all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not a recording; it's live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's tremendously much more uh, demanding on you. Plus, it's not, you can't just be loud. You got to be high. You have to be uh, inspiring, and you got to be able to riff. Okay, the voice yeah. has to be very flexible. So you have to be like a vocal acrobat. Whereas with disco, um, well, it depends on the song. It depends on your style, but much less is required of you. And uh, singing an up-tempo song, you know, with energy, is not uh, um, easy. But gospel is like ten times harder. Right, I believe it. Plus, you got you know you have to have the a feel for it. Everybody doesn't have a feel for gospel music, so mm -hmm. it's quite a challenge. 
Now the new the new music uh, we just sampled, "Just Dance," the new um, single. Tell us a little bit about who's involved and who's doing working behind the scenes with you on that. Uh, well, actually, it's it's only uh, the songwriter producer, and it's just me myself. Everything else has been pre-recorded. So the basic thing was like, um, could I sing the song? You know, was was it right for me? It was re- really quite simple. Okay. Did you write? Who wrote not, the song? Not easy. <laughs> not easy, but <No>. simple, <laughs> uncomplicated, <laughs> because the song was suitable for me, and. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Actually, uh, uh, he wrote it for me. Okay. So, so it was suitable for my voice and all, all like that. It was really quite simple. That's why I feel like lucky because it didn't have to be. And these days, I mean, some uh, mature artists, they find it just about impossible to find a song that's um, suitable for them, but, you know, suitable for today's music. It's not always easy to do. Now, do you have any um, live shows coming up in the next couple? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, this Saturday I'm going to be at the Dell Music Center in Philadelphia, uh, co-starring with Faith Evans and Kelly Price and a bunch of other incredible singers uh, on uh, the um, Cheryl Lee Ralph Divas Simply Singing Extravaganza. It's going to be a huge show, yeah. Wow. This Saturday. I'm going back to the U.K. <clears throat> in uh, November and December and doing a couple of uh, new theatrical plays, touring gospel plays. Uh, and finishing up my CD, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're keeping your schedule is quite busy. <laughs> That's no Praise slow. the Lord, yeah. If you're back in San Francisco, we'll give you a guest artistry at the Barbary Coast Review. <laughs> Yay! Sing a couple songs with us, Mama. <laughs> I will welcome it. I we'll think. put a petticoat on you, a feather in your hair, and a beer glass in your hand, and suddenly we're in San Francisco. Well, just, just make sure it's cute and, and fashionista. <laughs> we would love it if you if you uh managed to to do a west coast gig out here that would be fabulous oh we're working our way back to you all, all right. right um so folks the the new track is it's called uh just dance and what's amazing is that you I'm can sorry i didn't i didn't tell you it's, it's written by dominic mcfadden that's his name and phone okay. notes yes and he is the next generation of the mcfadden Whitehead, Whitehead team. Right. They're, they're the folks who, and I remember that song, Ain't No Stopping right. Us Now. Mm-hmm. That was right. just the bomb back in the day. And, and that was just one of the many that they wrote, so they were major, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so, I love it that the, the next generation is doing their creative touching, you know, giving us some new music and uh, Melba you're part of that um, you can just go to iTunes folks and check out um, Melba Moore's uh, um, uh, catalog it's all neatly um, in order and and there's so many songs to choose from I went there today and downloaded Just Dance and You Stepped Into My Life Pick Me Up I, I'll Dance remember that one Melba? Oh absolutely that's a McFadden and Whitehead Oh, it was it, boy. They they added such interesting hooks and in picked me up and dance, which isn't an uh, is a you actually remade that from another. I, th- I believe that was a remake that song. No, that that was written for me. That was John Whitehead. Um, he 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 was hilarious too, and he was what he meant was somebody physically pick me up and I'll dance. <laughs> <laughs> pick me up, I'll dance. It's a great song, and they added delicious disco hooks in that song i remember that back in the day yeah they were great with orchestrations and you know uh, and what's arrangements to, what's you know, fabulous hooks, is that uh, inner hooks mm-hmm. i call them 
What did you call them? Inner hooks, little things within the song that are, are like the hook or the, uh, the title, like Pick Me Up, I'll Dance, but there are things within the song that hook you. <laughs> yeah, there, there's this one like electric slide in particular that comes in after the chorus that always grabbed me whenever I heard it. I always wondered what, what, the, what the heck they did to create that sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and what's fabulous is that you get the long disco versions on, available on iTunes too so you guys did a great job of making that all available for us and your fans yes. um, and uh, great um, folks anybody else have a question for the legendary Melba Moore Melba we want to say thank you so much for taking the time I know it's a little late over there in New York well not too late for you guys Oh, oh. <laughs> we appreciate you. Um, it's 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 been just so fabulous for us to um, have some time with you, um, Melba. Uh, we invite you to come back anytime you'd like. Um, and did did I cover all the the right things? Was there something else I should say? Oh no, you were perfect. I thank you so much. Let's have a nice round of applause for the Great. one and only Melba Moore. <laughs> thank you, Melba. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I think uh, it's fitting we'll take a short musical break and just to p- pay tribute to the roots of where Melbourne Moore is coming from by playing her mom's number one R&B hit in the 40s. Uh, it's called Don't Stop Now. Thank you. 
All right, we're back at House of Pride, moving right along. We used to have Barbary Coast here. We used to have Mr. Gooch, the photographer, and now live on the uh, telephone, we actually got a phone call, Pearl. All right. Who do we have? Who's there on the telephone? Hi, now this is Ophelia Lake, House of Grand Dukes and Grand Duchess yeah. of San Francisco. Oh, Ophelia Lakes. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hi, Sophia. Hi, guys. How's it going? Doing good. What's up? Well, I just wanted to let everybody know that this Sunday we are going to have our 40th anniversary catalog at Encore Karaoke Lounge. Yes, hi. Well, that's fabulous, girl. When is this happening? This is starting at 4 o'clock, and Encore Karaoke Lounge is 1550 California Street. Yeah. Wait, it's 4 o'clock when? 4 o'clock on this Sunday, August 23rd. Fabulous. Where can we get tickets? Uh, there are no tickets. Oh, we'll there right is now. no cover. It's free. It's open yeah, to the public. Anybody can come on in and join in the festivities. Did it sound okay to you? We're oh. going to be giving out our annual community award. There will be food and entertainment. Food and entertainment. for charitable funds. And we are also going to present candidates for Duke and Duchess for the 43rd game. I'll, I'm All right. So now, do you have a list of the performers that are going to be performing? Uh, we have uh, four different performers. Uh, we have uh, Euphoria, Peter Griggs. We have Kippy Mark, who's going to be playing violin. We have uh, Kipper Snack. Oh, we love her. Yes. And we're also going to have uh, Andrea Golden Gate who is a Grand Duchess from Alameda County. All right. That's fabulous, Pearl. Um, yeah. It's kind of bizarre that Sophia, hi, Sophia, it's Gareth. Um, I'm part of the uh, Ducal Court of San Francisco as Mr. Royal Bunny as well. So um, I know Sophia. Oh, oh, hey, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah. So um, Sunday's going to be amazing. And uh, we're, uh, the Ducal Council, check them out. They're an amazing organization. And uh raise tens of thousands of uh, dollars for charities every year. Amazing. You guys are fabulous. We love you. Yeah, we've had a real good year. Uh, the Grand Duke, uh, uh, T.J. Wilkinson, and the Grand Duchess, Roxy Cotton Candy, they've raised over $43,000 this year in charitable funds. So we've had a pretty successful year. So we're pretty happy right now. Congratulations, honey. And thank you for calling. You should come in sometime. Uh, I will do that. All right. Everyone say goodbye. Bye. 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 Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Wow, you know, we love it when the show gets more interactive, Pearl Tease. Oh, well, I do. Do you like it? Yeah, of course. What, what's going on? No? Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Keith. Yes, sir. Are you still with yes, us? Yes, ma'am. Sorry to keep you waiting, honey. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit better. Um, let's, no, we're not waiting. We're having a great I'm, time. Wasn't yeah. that fun with Melbourne Moore? I mean, I'm oh, telling you. Oh, she's amazing. Fabulous. Wow. Like, you know, we're like mingling with such a legend, and yeah. we forgot that her manager called me. Did you hear me talking over there? Uh, uh, her manager from New York. Everyone heard you talking over there. Her manager from New York. <laughs> All of your listeners heard you talking yeah. over there. Everything was hilarious. Her manager from New York called and said, don't forget to mention that this Sunday, Melbourne Moore is performing at Sarah Dash's. 70th birthday bash at the former former Studio 54, which is now called now called 54 Below in New York City. Folks, did you hear that? Melbourne Moore is performing at Sarah Dash's 70th birthday party at 
54 below in New York City. It's not too late to still get tickets. Uh, um, the former ladies of Chic are performing oh, as well. Oh, cool. They're going to be there, too. And we and just found out that you guys are going to fly us there to go. No. Yes. <laughs> After putting up with this show, I am flying Keith and the whole cast of Barbary <laughs> Coast Review over to this We're event. Can, fly there and back. It's just cocktail hour. Can, One can, I, ta- can, I, ta- can, I, can I take photos? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mr. Gooch, meet Ron Melbourne's manager. Yes, you should be the official photographer for this event. But folks, go to uh, Sarah Dash's Facebook page. It's all the information is there, Pearl. All right. All right. Let's get, you know, I want to get back to Barbary Coast because we have a special treat for our listeners. Keith, tell us about it. Yeah, so what we'd love to do is offer a couple of tickets um, for some of your listeners to come and join us. Um, it is a 90-minute review, but there is a plot to the review, but there's no intermission. So you come, you sit down, you eat, you drink, you interact with the actors. There's a great component to the show, which is audience sing-along. It's optional, but let me tell you, right? I mean, do people mm-hmm. sing along? Yeah, they do. And a little dance-along. And a dance-along, All right. Too. So people get out of their seats. It's a really fun night, and before the show, there's an hour of mingling where guests get to have cocktail hour from 7 till 8, and then right after the show, there's a meet-and-greet with the cast. We take pictures. It's 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 like great America, you know, at Balancewire. It's a, it's, a it's a roller coaster ride of theatrical enjoyment. So, uh, we'd love to offer a couple of tickets. I don't know if tomorrow is too soon. We'd love to offer two tickets for tomorrow night um, and two tickets for next Thursday, but we're in very uh, limited supply because tickets are selling out um, at Eventbrite, which can be the link can be found through www.barburycoastreview.com, and that's review R E V U E. Uh, so, you know, you want to get those tickets before we sell out. We have been extended till November. Uh, tickets for October and November are not on sale yet, but they will be. Uh, but they're flying off the shelf. As soon as Richard Konima's um, glowing, glorious review came out, tickets have been flying off the shelf. So. All right. What? Yeah, so what a, what a wonderful... How did you get him to come? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, magic. <laughs> you got you, prayer. You, you, prayer. You lit. You lit a. You had a doll. <laughs> I, I think our producer arranged for that to happen. So that's really great. I, I think, think Big Bird just came in. Yeah, what is one this? Your cast members. Came. Okay, so folks, so how, Keith, how is this going to work? People are going to call into the radio station, and the first person to call wins a pair the first of tickets. Who calls in to make us laugh. You have to be funny. That's you have to be funny. If you can make us laugh, and it doesn't win. take much. It doesn't take much. <laughs> any, any, you know, any nasty joke will do. Pearl, what is the phone number here again? Pearl, give us a call at. 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. <laughs> so hopefully they'll call, and we're going to take a short musical break, and we'll be right back. And hopefully we'll we'll have a winner by then. Uh, so um, before we do, though, um, tell us, folks, again, the show is at Balancewire every Thursday night, eight o'clock show. It's a ninety-minute run. Um, lots of fun, lots of drinks, lots of laughs, and lots of music. It and got lots great of music. Lots of music. You you won't go home unsatisfied so call there is something for everyone that, that's great 415-550-0511 be the first person to call and you will win a pair of free tickets to barbary coast review yes. my anaconda don't my anaconda don't my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns hon boy toy named troy used to live in detroit big soap full of money he was getting some coins was the shootouts with the but he lived in a palace, bought me Alexander McQueen. 
I think we have a, a call, Pearl. No way. Oh my god. Hold on, I'll put Mary on. Pearl. Mary? Mary? Hi, I guess I'm Mary. What's going on? I can barely hear you. We can barely hear you. Yes, girl, it's a two way street. What's going on, boo? Sometimes you got to preach louder to feel good. I love. guess so. <laughs> Welcome. Talk into the mic, Caroline. Oh, there's another call. I think someone. Are you know. still with us, Jesus? Yeah, Jesus is still here, but you can take the other call. It's, I've got other things. No, Jesus, we, I think uh, you're more important. Yeah, you just. <laughs> well, I am. You're right. Congratulations, but. Jesus. Our mere mortals have just awarded you our creator. Two tickets to this Thursday's Barbary Shark Review. Yes. Located at Balançois. Where can you pick up the tape? Well, don't don't hang up. We're gonna get your direct um, information how to get to send. And you'll have your tickets at will call. Yes. Boom. And you can just manifest yourself at the uh, venue. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise. Wow. Oh, oh. 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 how do we pick it up? That could be for next Thursday. Yeah. Hello, House of Pride Radio. Hello. Hi. Who is this? This is Lexi Shimmer. Hey, Lexi. Hey, Lexi Shimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Lexi Shimmer. You won tickets for next Thursday to Barbary Shore. Barbary Shore. I'm so sorry. I once flirted with the the drag name Barbary Shores, and it stuck in my head. I was like, okay, I almost called Melba more Melba Toast. It's all the same. Barbary Coast Review. Congratulations, girl. Two tickets for next Thursday. Get the we, we know how to get a hold of this oh, one. All right. <laughs> Tickets will be at uh, Will Call, right, Evan? Correct. Nice awesome. You oh, love to speak with so Rudy, much. our door whore. How are you, by the way, Lexi? 
oh, I'm doing fine. I'm just now looking. I was, you know, when I, um, right before I called, I was looking at the, um, the hotels for CGNI over at Sacramento. They're doing the Ducal Ball this weekend. Did she so, say Sacramento? Um, Sacramento, uh huh. Yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. Aubrey Sir and Sacramento. Down. You know, when Where's I was my spatula? Last year, he helped me. He helped oh. me clear up my number for um, for for the Super Bowl. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to a nice weekend in Sacramento. I, girl, I envision you like sitting on a chair with like some uh, uh, cool lemonade and your feet are up. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like she's already had a few lemonades. (laughs) I'd say some spiked lemonade. No, I'm just laying on my stomach on the bed, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, thanks for calling and congratulations. I do have a chase lounge, though. I could be doing that, though. I could be. All right. Well, you better go get that cocktail, boo. We'll, we'll see you next Thursday. Right. Yeah, we'll see you next Thursday, Bring a girl. Guest. Okay. Bring a cute so, day. Um, are we all going to meet somewhere first? <laughs> you know what you do? You show there? up at Balançoire, 2565 Mission Street at the corner of 22nd, right next door to Doc's Clock. That's Doc's Clock. Lexi, I'm going to message you all this, all right, on Facebook. Okay. Okay, girl, don't you worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll greet you. We'll greet you. All right, let's have a nice right. round of applause for our winners. Lessie, Shimmers, and, and Jesus. Jesus Christ himself. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go. We got to get Kitty Tapata oh, in the room. Love you, girl. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye. All right, Barbary Shores Meet Barbary Coast, Coast like, Review. Oh, that felt good. Can I do it oh again? my God, that, that gave me a headache. All right. <laughs> Folks, uh, Barbary Coast, Coast Review. Meet Kitty Tapata from Wild Side West. Trivial Wednesdays. Come on in, girl. Hey. What's going on, Bo? Yeehaw, where's your whip? Oh, wait, what's going on here? You don't look like a cowgirl today. Do I look like a cowgirl any day? <laughs> what, once you look like a... Just that day I got married. That was pretty Kitty much comes in. Every time she visits us, she's in a different outfit. Once she was a caterpillar with six hands. That wasn't easy to fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> what the are you... The mushroom was huge, if you know what I'm saying. Well, we have five bearded ladies in the room, and a real lady just walked in. Oh, no, so this one's bearded, too. <laughs> <laughs> I wax that shit as much as I can, but you know. What is this look? Um, this is, well, tonight I feel like is... chicken tonight. This is what is it? Chicken fry realness. I actually um, every Wednesday night after trivia, we go down to the Burger King that's down on Bayshore, (laughs) and the guy who's a manager there, George. Hey, George, um, had was wearing this shirt, and I had to talk him out of it. But I had to promise to not do anything tacky to it. Oh my! (laughs) She she just talked her way home with the shirt from. That's great. I just want to see George half naked in that drive-thru window. Right. <laughs> he's, he's big guy. He's a big guy. He's got to be like 6'6 six, six and built like a brick cat box. I mean, he's a big fella. So I was like, I could totally make a dress out of that shirt if you're never going to wear it again. And he was like, oh, no, it's just during the promotion. And I was like, oh, yeah. It's yeah. a nice shirt, honey. Thank you. I thought it was. Um, so what's going on over there tonight, girl? Wildside West um, at 424 Cortland, which you can get to on the number 24 butts if you're one of those kind of public tranny people. 
Um, tonight it is right. Who is an Be careful with your words. Better than a private tranny. Just a little. SK. It's all about being public tranny these days. What you got in store tonight, girl? Uh, tonight it is flying friends. Last night I did four-legged friends, so tonight it is flying friends. Oh, like with wings? Well, or, yes. Exactly. Or maybe in the mind? Yeah, mm -hmm. no. It is animal-based. Okay. Animal, vegetable, mineral. So Are you going to give us I'll a question? I'll be the mineral. We love it when you give us those questions. Oh, I know you do. I know you do. Let's Did you see. bring us one? Um, let me think. Well, we had one last night that could actually work either way because it is a friend question. Okay. Are you guys ready? So we can, we're going to answer a question, a okay. trivia question. We'll try. See okay. how sharp your minds are. Atreyu had a friend who could fly but didn't have wings. Who's that friend? Falcor! Yay, Falcor! All right. I would have gotten that girl. <laughs> From the Never Ending Story. Oh, oh, the Luck wow. Dragon. Oh, that's that right. So Evan it. Evan got it right. I mean, he didn't even wait Evan, till the question was over. Free tickets to the Barbary Coast <laughs> 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 Have I hear it's a great show. Have it that Evan that's Kaminsky that's guy. They get that Barbary Shore going. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening in Jersey. It's going to be the other It's all of our characters that redone in Jersey. My, that was yeah. going to be my drag name, <laughs> Barbary Shores. Back And then I'm like, uh, I'll go with Tweak Eternal. Yeah, so I, I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> but Evan was like, oh, I'm all down on that. Uh, yeah. But no, you win a free drink, girl. Oh, from who? Right now? Next time you go to Wild Southwest. Oh, I gotta go to Wild Southwest. <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought it was who? Right now? Where? Okay. Okay. From across the street. <laughs> it's in my purse. Baby bottles of booze. I always have stuff in my purse. Actually, it helps me remind oh. me that I actually do have shit going on. Drag King contest tomorrow night, 20th annual. We were talking about that earlier. San Francisco Drag King contest. I'll be there, and I'm also yes. Um, your name came up. That's right. Stage managing, so it's fun to work with Dr. Fudgy for Taj quite intimately. I talked to you earlier. So you plugged me. <laughs> oh, this was a family show. It, it was a snug touch. Like snug Hello. Ding 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 ding. And then of course we've got Gay Rodeo coming up in September up at the Russian River. That is. That sounds September. fun. 12th and 13th up at the Russian River. It is a jazz weekend going on too, so if you're going to stay, get your reservations early. This is one busy... You know how she do. Uh, busy, what would you say, institution? That's a nice word for it. <laughs> you know, there's three of me, so I got a lot I know. Right. And I have a day job. Bourbon and Blanche is this Saturday. Me and Patty McGroin's I don't know, drag queen job. and drag king. Oh, and um, it's not face off. She says Teodora. Is Teodora your DJ? Yes, we, I love Teodora. DJ, but yeah, we got shout out, girl. We got Tora Hyman and Kylie Minogue. Oh, oh Kylie! God, we haven't seen Kylie in a long time. She's so busy at the Oasis yeah. doing those barbecues on Sunday oh, night right. at the Oasis. <laughs> she barbecues. All right. <laughs> That's Bring a shout out to my, to my partner bed. Al. Oh, you have a partner named Wait, Al. Waiting for uh, waiting for Guffman. you to come home and cook dinner. Waiting for Guffman. Oh. Yes. <laughs> when they auditioned, when uh, Rick and Sheila. That was impressive, by the way. That how many people auditioned initially? Well, 100 applied. Wow. SFcasting.com, okay. which we love. Yeah. So any actors or performers out there, SFcasting.com is really the place to be and to post your resume and get your stuff up, your your reels. Yeah. Um, but please read description of what's being <laughs> on, what we're auditioning. That's where for. you start to separate. Some up and like, this is a musical. Oh, okay. Yeah, honey. There's the door. Yeah. You know. Oh no, you're gonna love please this. Please prepare really a song. Good. This is a musical. <laughs> I can sing. <laughs> right. My mom loves it when yes. I sing. Yeah. <laughs> you can sing, but should you? Yeah. Ah! Yes. <laughs> yes. 
The hills are alive wow. with the sound of phlegm. <laughs> you can hear them from here. Girl, they're, they're vibrating in my eardrums. They used to light up. I don't think they do anymore. They used to light they're up. They're referring to her tremendous breasts. Yeah, her memories are, are um, uh, LED Lit. Yes, if you hit it hard enough, it oh, it, it gyrates yeah. a light. Source. So you can like punch them if you want. Oh my god, uh, girl, you need to change <laughs> those batteries. Right. They're old. Yeah. My titties are old. <laughs> <laughs> I need fresh batteries in my titties. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Anybody so that's else? fresh batteries in your titties. Trivial Wednesdays. Trivial Wednesdays at Wild Side West. I also do trivia on Tuesday at the 3300 Club. If you can't make it all the way up the hill. Yeah, but tonight, folks, to tonight it's all about Wild Side well, West. Are, can I ask? Are there prizes for teams that win? Is it team? Is it individual? Oh, I know the answer to this already. Yeah, you know, I want to cash play or cocktails. To win, to yeah. play is to win. Oh, no, I'm kidding. It's booze and bragging rights. Bragging rights. Okay, good. You do actually get cocktails. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Uh, I used to have a sponsor. I don't currently, which makes it sound like I'm an AA, but I'm not. <laughs> but you should be, girl. I know, right? Demon in a bottle. I'll Just always remember bit. that phrase from you. I thought it was perfect. Occasionally, the devil does get inside me from inside a bottle. No, the devil's been inside many of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just heard that Jesus called. So you would hope that that's gonna help. She's she gonna out. wash it away. Oh, it's it dirty. It's nasty. Jesus, wash it away. Thank you, Elvis. Pearl, what do you think of all that? I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the dirty Jesus talk. Oh, really? Just, just a little bit. A little bit. Well, we're all going to hell. Keith's oh, well. blushing over I here. <laughs> Which is so strange for him. It might be. It might be the heat. It's a hundred degrees. That, that's probably it. That's probably Hot flash, it. honey. Uh, yeah, you know. Thank you. So, well, just to reiterate that today, is, just tomorrow is the Barbary Coast Review at Balanswap, just down the road. Hop, skip, and it's hop. not too late to buy tickets, is it? No, no, we're almost sold out for next week. We're we've got about fifteen tickets left for tomorrow, um, but please go to www.barburycoastreview. Dot com R-E-V-U-E uh, get those tickets because they're going fast and if we are sold out try stopping by anyway every once in a while we'll do a nice little uh, rush kind of people might door. not show yeah, up at the door and we yeah. can squeeze people in with bar stools and we last you know last week we actually had and a shout out to the San Francisco Chronicle um, we worked with Kay Fan who's in charge of member subscriber services um, and sort of giving perks to people who are subscribers to the newspaper. Mm. And we held a huge contest, and we had mm, a, a completely sold out the house. The Chronicle bought 80 seats. Oh, nice. Um, completely bought out the whole night. And uh, special thanks to Robert Hurwitz, theater critic, who led a talk back after the show with the whole cast and the audience. So, wow. yeah, real special thanks to San Francisco Chronicle for helping us promote the show. And thank you to all those people out there who actually won and came to see the show. It was a great, great night. Balancois is such a cool space. It really so is. It's a generous space. And, and the, yeah, and yeah. the guys just love it. Anything lively going on there. So yeah. Love that. Shout out to Bill. And Bill Rick. and Rick. Yes. Boys, what's up? All right. I gotta fly. Cause All I right, girl. You get a thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're hot West. metal trivia yeah. strangers. Yeah. <laughs> For cash and prizes. No, not cash. Sorry. You All right, kidding. All right, honey. It's been five years. You think somebody be throwing money? Honey, it's always a pleasure seeing you pop in here and come back again real soon. 
Jiggle your way. Oh, boy. Look at her go. Her left breast is uh, stuck in the door. <laughs> Bam. There it goes. We need to get that soundboard back, Pearl. Please. I love it. I know. All right. So where are we at? Oh, it's it's almost time to go. Oh, well, the next group. You know what? It's very fluid here. So the next um, radio show actually didn't show up. So we don't have to throw you out, but let's segue out. Um, uh, Mr. Gooch should definitely collaborate with the Barbary Coast Review. I would love that. <laughs> Have you seen his uh, portfolio of photographs? I'm in it. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just found out they, they, they've actually met before. Yeah, he was a photographer at uh, the seduction event at the Asian Art Museum where I was a bearded courtesan. Well, yeah. House of Pride Radio endorses his work. Thank you. If yeah, that yeah. holds any weight, I don't know. But yes. you guys take it outside and work it out. <laughs> take um, it outside. It's so much fun. We've had a really great time hanging out with you guys here. Thank season. you. Um, I wish the rest of the cast was here because we just have so much fun. Why don't you bring him back in a couple weeks? Well, maybe we will. Bring Connie. Uh, Sure, we'll bring Connie, we'll bring Stephanie, we'll bring Stacy. You, I know that Fatima's been here before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Danny has his own, uh, what is it, he's a wedding... Um, he's a wedding officiant as well as a, he's a professional musician, and one of the things he does is uh, performance for retirement homes. Oh! And he has quite a following with the old ladies. I, I live. Hopefully not literally. I live. <laughs> well, probably, yeah, but, you know. Um, is he, he from Long Island? He's not. He has actually been a rocker from San Francisco since yes. the 60s. I think okay. he's originally from Fresno, and he's currently living in the South Bay. The reason why I ask is because I tricked with um, a musician who did that he's at retirement homes on Long Island. And he's I just very, very sure straight. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we call him Pops. He's a real great guy. Yeah. Just lovely to be around and kind as can be. Yeah. And he's just working nonstop. So if he can't make it to the station, that's okay. But the, maybe we'll get some other cast members. Connie would be very colorful. Wonderful. Yeah. Connie is very colorful. Very colorful, yeah. yeah. Very colorful. Love her. How colorful is she? Every She's spectrum of the rainbow? That's colorful. It. You just nailed it. Absolutely. Absolutely. is <laughs> my favorite color. <laughs> Ah, Pearl Tease, talk bit, like honey. What's going on, girl? I don't know. What's going on? What's your your next gig, Pearl? My next gig, you guys can catch me at Divas on Friday night. And again, you can catch me for Chloe Cocaine's birthday party at the Glamazon. I'll be one of four oh. girls performing that night. Shout out to Poyo Delmar. Yes. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been here in a while. No, she hasn't. She's working on some new material. I think it's a song called If I Had a Pussy. And it's called I'd Rule the World. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. Either way. 